when you put yourself in spaces with people who fully embrace and embody the person you're growing into, it takes that doubt and throws it right out the window because you're looking around like, I am not crazy. You have all these people looking at you saying, of course you can do that and then some. It is a game changer. Hi friend, welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. have traded my five-year-old's closet to record on my husband's childhood bedroom today because I am a fancy podcaster like that. No, but really, my mom is home with my kids today and there is absolutely no way that I could record a podcast with them running around. They go back to school tomorrow after Christmas break. Hallelujah. But yeah, I think this is going to be the year that I manifest a legit podcasting space and it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen because anything that you declare, any goal that you work towards is possible. So um, although I can definitely laugh about the fact that I have been recording this podcast since it started on the floor of my five-year-old's closet, this is going to be the year... uh, it's going to be the year that like, I'm going to have one of those like chairs with like a pretty background. So I could like record the video and actually use it because usually there's like Legos and trucks and like tractors in the background of uh, when I record, like when I guest on other podcasts and they use the video for promotional purposes, <laughs> I just have to laugh. Cause like my hair is a mess. Cause it's like falling over my headphones. Cause I'm literally sitting on the floor looking over my computer and mic. Anyway, today we are talking about five ways to get further faster, like five hacks for getting closer to your goals, for tackling those big dreams. If you're anything like me, the dreams, like not a problem. We can see the vision. We know what's possible. We can imagine the possibilities, right? But that also can come with some uncertainty. Like, where do we go next? How do I actually get there? What is this even going to look like, right? It's one thing to have the vision, see the dream, and it's another thing to bring it to life. So these are five hacks, tips, tricks, lessons, whatever you want to call it, that have worked for me over the past year to bring so many things to fruition. And I will say, I am a forever work in progress. Recently, I learned officially that I have ADHD, um, which really explains some of the ways I've struggled with like task management and time management and productivity. So I'm very excited this year to like dig in even deeper on what it means to work with my brain 
instead of kind of feeling like I'm running through a brick wall all the time. But these are five things that have really, really worked for me over the past year and a half to go from, wouldn't it be cool if, to actually doing so many of the things, this podcast, launching my website, growing UDU82, being a paid public speaker, doing virtual masterminds for rural women, one-on-one coaching, hosting my first retreat, and then preparing for the next one in March. All of those things happen, not just because I saw that it was possible, but because I utilized some of these strategies to actually get the ball rolling and get further faster. So first of all, and I I should just go ahead and say, none of these are probably going to be earth shattering. They're all things I talk about all the time or might, you know, be second nature or things that you're like, oh, duh, Emily. But I don't know about you, but oftentimes I can hear the same thing over and over again. And then I happen to hear it said in just the right way on just the right day. And it like makes a really big difference. So hopefully one of these um, is that for you. Okay. First of all, figure out what the heck you actually want. Like no brainer. But a lot of times we get stuck in this paralysis of having all of these different things in our mind and overwhelmed with the possibilities of how it could come to life, the different avenues to get there. So one thing that will get you further faster is to get really focused on what you actually want. Now, of course, there's going to be some fluidity in that. You're going to evolve. The vision's going to evolve. Different opportunities are going to come your way. But the more specific and clear you can get on where you're going or where you're at least stepping into, that's going to get you the furthest, the fastest. And (laughs) I know a lot of people will give the advice like to just pick one thing and focus on that. Go all in. And I'm sure that is a great strategy. I'm not going to lie. I and I have historically not been that kind of person. That's why I can say I became a speaker, launched a podcast, launched a website, um, was facilitating masterminds, hosted a retreat, all the things at once. Okay. That's kind of just um, how I function up until this point. But if you are the kind of person that focuses on one thing at a time, I'm sure, I'm sure that's also great advice. But at the very least, even if you have multiple projects, so to speak, to manage at once, if you can at least get clear on the vision of what those look like, that's going to get you further faster. I know I reference this episode all the time, but the growing into your dreams workshop that I do really helps with that, that like wide net vision casting and then narrowing it down to get more and more specific and to get more and more focused on what you actually want. Otherwise, you're kind of just throwing spaghetti at the wall, which is fine. There's a lot of clarity that can come from just trying a lot, but you will get further faster the more that you can hone in a little bit of focus. You know how I feel about New Year's resolutions, but hey, if you're looking for a tool to help keep you accountable to the habits that make you feel your best, do I have a solution for you? My You Do You 82 challenge has helped thousands of women intentionally build and break habits all while embracing the sustainable mindset of progress over perfection. 
You can find more information and the link to my free journey through UDU 82 workbook and habit trackers in today's show notes. Secondly, and I think I probably give this advice every other podcast episode, but speak, think, and write about this goal, this dream, this vision, this intention as if it's already true. And the best example I can give for this in my life, the thing that showed me the power of this practice is my journey to becoming a runner. So um, if you don't know the backstory, basically August, late August, early September of 2019, I was six months postpartum with my daughter, recognized that I was just like craving in every ounce of my being a change in my physical health. I wanted to have different levels of energy. I just didn't like the way I felt. I was just depleted, exhausted. So as part of that, I jumped into this holistic health and personal growth journey, um, started taking group exercise classes at our local YMCA, started paying attention to like what I was fueling my body with, all these things. And the first Friday of this first week of this like journey, my friend was like, hey, there's no classes today. Do you want to run with me? And I'm like, yes, girl energy. Like, I am the opposite of a runner. I have never been a runner. In fact, my entire childhood, I was asthmatic and told that running was basically the worst thing I could possibly do for my body. But I was like, okay. And because I was so excited and you know didn't want to wreck my pride, I ran an entire mile, which was arguably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Terrible. I like walked into my coworker's office afterwards, like the reddest face dripping with sweat, like panting. Like, I don't actually know how I just did that. And he was like, great, you're a runner now. And I was like, you are out of your mind. But somehow something in me was like, you know what, we're gonna become a runner. So got a lot of of tips and pointers and advice from uh, my friends and coworkers on what that journey would look like. But the, the long story short is I went from that day to running a half marathon the following spring in the midst of like COVID times. And the evolution of what this goal looks like for me is so obvious in like my my daily journal practice. I had gotten into the Start Today journal by Rachel Hollis, which prompts you to write 10 goals and dreams as if they're already true. That's literally where I'm taking this piece of advice from because this practice truly changed, truly reframed what I thought was possible for my life. So it started as like, I can run two miles or a mile and a half or whatever I started with. And then it was like, I can run a 5k. And oh my gosh, in October, when I ran a 5k for the first time, I, I cried. I I just, I never thought it was possible. So then it was like, I can or, you know, I run a blah, 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 minute mile. I am not a fast runner whatsoever, whatever it was. Like I can run a 10 minute mile or nine minute mile, whatever it was. And then it was like, I can run a 10 K. And then I did that on Thanksgiving. And then I got roped into, well, if you did that, like, I think you can train for a half marathon, which is 13 miles by the way. And I was like, okay, this is scary, but I'm committed to this journey. So it was, I ran a half marathon or I can run a half marathon or 
whatever the the wording of it is. But the point is, I over the course of September till I ran that half marathon the following spring was every single day I was speaking thinking and writing about this goal as if it was already true. I wasn't walking around saying, oh yeah, like I'm trying to be a runner or I hope that I can do this. Like I totally rewired my brain chemistry around what it meant to totally own something that I was stepping into. I was like, no, I am a runner and I buy fancy running shoes because I'm a runner and I am a runner and I have a flip belt to hold my phone because that's what runners do. And I fuel my body a certain way because I have an eight mile run and wow, that's really scary, but absolutely I can do it because I can do hard things. And I am telling you what, when I ran that half marathon, I have never, ever felt that way. Now, granted, the actual race was canceled because it was COVID. So it was around the backgrounds of my hometown, which was also really sentimental and cool because I was like the opposite of athletic in high school. But it was just like, oh my gosh. Like if you would have told me on August 1st, before I committed to this whole health journey thing, that I was going to run a half marathon like six months later, I would have been like, (laughs) no, not me. But That practice taught me the power of fully owning, speaking, thinking, and writing as if my goals and dreams are already true, even if they're scary, even if I'm not fully embodying yet, like not giving myself a sliver of a doubt that I can't do it. Like I'm a runner and I run half marathons. Mind-blowing. And so literally that exact same mindset, that exact same practice transferred to all of these other different things that I've been able to do over the past year and a half, because it was like, I don't know how to be a public speaker, but I'm sure going to figure it out because I want to do that. So I am a speaker. And so I said I was a speaker and I read books about speaking and I took courses about speaking and I declared it. I didn't say like, oh, I'm trying to get into this thing. I was just like, here's what I talk about. Here's what I can do. Yeah, let's go. And that's, that's literally what happened, which the last thing I said in that actually goes into the next point. Third way to get you further faster is to invest in your growth. And this can look a lot of different ways. This could be a course online from someone you follow. Obviously, like traditionally speaking, we are very comfortable with like going to undergrad uh, for a certain career. Like That is literally an investment in our future, in our growth, in our goals. But it could be a coach. It could be as simple as books. It could be participating in a mastermind. It could even just be the investment of your time. Maybe it's sitting down with someone a little bit further ahead than you. Maybe it is, gosh, whatever it may be. I feel like I can think of 700 examples and none all at once. But the truth of the matter is when you put a resource that is valuable to you, whether it is time or energy or money into your goal, it makes it real. It's one thing to say, oh my gosh, like I want to start a podcast. And it's another thing to invest in a podcasting course or to you know, say that you want to, I feel like I keep talking about things that I've done, but for the sake of examples, <laughs> say that you want to start a business and then buying some books related to business or investing in a course. Again, 
when you are investing in your development, personally or professionally, you will get further faster. If your goal is to have a respectful relationship with your kids, investing, like you don't just magically acquire this information. Sure, there's so many free resources online. But if you really want to do something, if you know in your gut that it is for you in the next season and you invest in that, I promise not only will you get further faster, you will make your time and money back faster than you can even imagine because you're not spending all this time trying to figure it out on your own. That's the power of being in a mastermind or going to a retreat or working with a coach. Sure, the information is free and out there. And by all means, hit up your library, scan all of the social channels for all the free information. But when you put money, time, energy down into a big thing that you know is going to get you to where you want to go, it saves you time. It saves you effort. It saves you energy. It sends you money. saves your sanity. Being part of a mastermind, going to retreat, taking part in courses has made a huge difference in getting me from saying, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I did blah, 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 to actually making it happen. The fourth thing, which actually ties in pretty closely with the third, is surrounding yourself with intentional community. If you are trying to do something new, whether it's becoming a runner or getting into yoga or a different style of cooking or parenting or business or podcasting or whatever your goal is, and you are talking about it over and over again with the same people you've always had conversations with, they may be supportive or not. They may be helpful or not. They may be encouraging or not. But If you intentionally seek out people who are either working towards the same goal alongside of you, or who are further along the journey, or who are at least like-minded, goal-oriented, see the bigger vision and fully not only encourage and support you, but challenge you through it, you will make leaps and bounds. I think this is especially crucial for my fellow gals who live in small towns in rural communities. We love this life. There's nothing that makes me happier than looking out my window and seeing nothing but like corn or soybeans or trees. Like it's great. But we all know that when you're trying to do something that's different than what you've always done or that's radically different than what anyone else is doing, there's gonna be whether it's criticism or maybe just people don't understand, asking a lot of questions. And when you yourself feel a little shaky about doing something new, and then people kind of are asking you a lot of questions and being like, why are you doing that? That doesn't make sense. That's kind of weird. That's kind of out there. Like that just fuels your like little doubt that's already in your heart. When you put yourself in spaces with people who fully embrace and embody the person you're growing into, it takes that doubt and throws it right out the window because you're looking around like, I am not crazy. You have all these people looking at you saying, of course you can do that and then some. It is a game changer. And whether that be a a mastermind or, you know, listening to podcasts that are different than, you know, maybe what you have before, 
or whether that is going to something like a retreat. Talk about a game changer. If you have the opportunity, shameless plug, to be in an immersive experience surrounded by people who are working towards goals for their life, whether they're the exact same as yours or slightly different, but at least understand your lifestyle, like it will it will ignite your fire, give you so much fuel and confidence to get further faster. That is why this podcast is called Gather in Growth, bringing like-minded women together for the intention of growing personal and professionally, reaching our goals and dreams and whatever that looks like for you. Okay, last thing. I said I was going to keep this under 20 minutes, but here we go. Give me a microphone and minimal notes and we'll just go on for a, a hot while. But keep your vision top of mind. And this does kind of connect back to the second one of writing about it as if it's already true. But I think it's really important to have some kind of practice or tool that keeps your dream, goal, vision, intention at the top of your focus on a daily, if not more, like hourly basis. So some people get really into vision boarding. That is not something I have done up until this point. I actually would really like to do it for 2023. And some people I know even do it for like three months at a time. Or maybe that is like a daily practice where you are writing out your goals and intentions as if they're already true. Maybe that's like an affirmation that is stuck to your mirror that says, I am a runner. It could be like an alarm that goes off on your phone at a certain time that prompts you to think about or do the thing that you want to do. It could be a habit tracker like you do you 82, just something that keeps it top of mind. Because it's one thing to have the idea, the the vision, the goal, be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna launch a podcast this year. Sorry, I keep using that as an example. And then you go back to your normal job and your normal life and your kids and the farm and you're doing all the things, then three weeks go by. And you're like, oh, haven't done anything on that yet. And that's okay. You just pick back right up and start again, okay? Just because time's passed doesn't mean you have to abandon a goal forever. But I bet you if you were writing every single day, like I am a podcast host that interviews awesome guests or whatever, you're going to be thinking about it and your brain, your subconscious actively starts looking for ways to make those things true. That's why this whole like journaling practice is so powerful because you are telling your subconscious what's important to you. If you say something like, I hope to, or I want to, or someday your brain's like, okay, whatever. We got, we got other things to think about. We got more pressing issues at hand. Okay. We're thinking about it as if it's already true and we're keeping it top of mind all the time. Okay. Any dream, any goal on your heart is possible. And there's a million different ways you can do it. Again, not a professional. I mean, I guess I kind of talk about these kinds of things all the time. So does that make me a professional? I have to noodle on that. But anyway, I have much to learn in this realm. I am some chick on the internet, but these are five things that have helped me do the things that I said that I wanted to do and get closer to them or accomplish them faster than I would have if I had not been doing these things. Again, getting clear on what you actually want, speaking, thinking, writing about them as if they're already true, investing in your growth. Big one. Intentionally surrounding yourself with a community 
that is either reaching towards something similar or already at that level or a couple of steps ahead. And then last, keeping that vision top of mind. I guess as a bonus one, I also challenge you to just have the audacious, ridiculous belief that it's actually going to happen. I guess that's going back to talking about it as if it's already true, but that's half the battle. If even while we are doing things, we're doubtful, like, oh gosh, I hope I hope people show up. I hope I don't die on mile 10 when I'm doing my half. Like, The more we give ourselves reasons to fail, the more likely we are to not accomplish the things we want to. So I give you permission to just have outlandish courage and audacity and confidence. It's all going to work out. And it might be in a different way than you ever expected. Gosh, how many of us can attest to that? Like we had one plan and then went down a totally different path and thank gosh, because it turned out so much better. But your confidence in it actually coming to life is what's going to make it happen. And I believe in you. I totally believe in you. So I hope that you believe in yourself because everything on your heart in some way, shape or form is possible. And again, shameless plug, if you are looking for some guidance in this, if you want some direction on figuring out what that thing or things actually is, and then help laying out a game plan for what that's going to look like to bring it to life. Hey, join me in Branson this March for our next Ascend Retreat. It's going to be incredible. My dear friends, Kylie Epperson and Coach Kaya are coming back to coach alongside me, put together incredible workshops to help bring this clarity to life. Like the community that comes out of these retreats is magic, truly nothing short of magic. And I want you to be there. So head to the link in today's show notes to grab your spot. They are very, very limited. And I would love to see you there. Until next time, I am so forever grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.